clapping cheeks and i'm thinking about like they like, like taking two human faces and squishing them together to make a clap sound that's what you meant right clapping cheeks yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so how many marathons have you ran now i'm not running one till fucking april bro i'm not so you yeah you, you finished two and uh is, is that remorse i hear in your voice that the, there's there's no marathons until april Bro, I I wanted to I cry as a grown ass man. Like, I didn't know what to think. Like the whole time I'm in fucking pain. I'm like, cause it it's not like it it, it led up to pain. It started off on mile one. I was already oh. in pain because yeah, you had shin, you had shin splints. Yeah, yeah, I did, and I still do. Um, I'm actually I might go to uh, the hospital this week and get a referral. This is like chronic. This is, I think I may, may have pushed myself too far and I have a stress fracture, but that, that's just speculating, man. I, I don't know if, you know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like that you're going to a doctor. I think, uh, you know, people like us have been taught that we can't go to a doctor, otherwise we're a fucking pussy. And like, that's such a self-damaging thinking. And then you try and figure it out on your own and then like you, you end up, uh, like, uh, a certain percentage of the stuff that I did to survive actually hurt myself worse. So it's like, uh, going to the doctor is the best thing you can do. Yeah, for e even if it's nothing. I mean, I, I, you know, there's a stigma in the military. Like, oh, if you go to the doctor, you're weak and, and all that shit. But, mm -hmm. you, you know, the funny thing is I've, I've had to lead several Marines, man. And one of them, actually, he, here's two different stories. One... I was in Japan, right? And this kid, mm -hmm. he was walking around for the past two days, like, funny. He was like, oh, my side really hurts, man. Mm. And and he was like, you know, he came up to me, dressed me by my rank. I'm like, what's going on? He's just like, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I'm like, and I was just looking at him eat, like, food. Like, he looked like he was having a hard time just breathing. Yeah. So, so I looked at everyone else and said, no. Nah. I said, everyone else go back to work. I'm taking him to the hospital, right? And yeah. his, his fucking sergeant was just like, oh, he's faking it. He's fake. I was like, I said, even if he is, what the fuck do you give a fuck? Yeah. You know, even if he's faking it, let medical determine that. This fucking dude had to have his gallbladder removed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, bro. He had to have his gallbladder fucking removed. It was about a, like, um, oh, no, it wasn't his gallbladder. Um, I'm sorry. What is that, that shit that um, inflamed and burst? Your appendix? Uh appendix yeah yeah his shit was so inflamed like he was like couldn't eat um was having oh, diarrhea and like all sorts of complications because his shit was about to blow the fuck up yeah and i was just like bro i'm bringing it to the hospital <laughs> we were literally in the waiting room for just about 15 minutes and they're like come back here we got a problem for surgery <laughs> wow and wow they took that shit out and they're like yeah any minute now it's gonna burst so we got to get him in now and wow he went front of the line man and he was there He's in the hospital for about four days, just recovering, and then um, he got a week, another week off, you know, just uh, convalescent in his room. Yeah. And my commanding officer came up to me. He was just like, "Hey, good read on that man." He's like, "You never nice. know. That kid could have fucking died." He, yeah. I, I was like, "Yeah." And I looked at the sergeant. I'm just looked at him. I was like, 
don't fucking think people are pussies, man. People have legitimate issues. This yes. is this is even when people talk about fat people, like fat shaming. I think bro fat shaming. Like if I know you, Rob, and I yeah. know you, and I and you got super fat, which I don't think you ever will. <laughs> I don't think it's in in the cards genetically. Right. If you got super fat, I'd be like, bro, you get looking a little thick on the hips, and you'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, man, I'm trying, you know. But you know, cake is so good. Yep. But to me, it's just like, fuck, man, like, don't, don't, don't do that to people. And I used to be an asshole. I kind of am still, but now I'm more aware as a man. Like, hey, you know what? I don't know what's going on in someone's life, bro. Yeah. I don't. So let let me let me just not criticize people. And if I do criticize people, it's people I know and I'm giving them shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, another time, I forgot to tell you, this is the second part, is there was a kid that he was uh, one of our administrators and he was doing the, uh, we have two physical fitness tests. He was doing the, mm-hmm. the one that's in the later seasons, in the cold season. And this kid looked for a past week, he just looked green. Like his face, mm. you ever seen someone about to pass out, how they turn pale and greenish in the face? Yeah. So he looked just like that. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? And he's like, oh, I've been feeling under the weather for about a month or so. I'm like, so why aren't you going to medical? And this is this this is a testament to how shitty naval medicine is. They're like, oh, no, they just sent me away. They said it's just I need to change my diet. Mm. The next day, he passed out at work, right? <clears throat> They brought him to the hospital out in town, drew his blood. Um, yeah, he had leukemia. Jesus. Fucking leukemia. So he's going to medically retire if he doesn't recover from that. Okay. Can you believe that shit? That, that, that's a scary part about naval... This is why I don't trust naval medicine, bro. Because right. they do stupid shit like this. Where a kid who has legitimate, like, we saved the kid's life, right? And we, Yes, yes. So some doctors, like, we saved that kid with appendicitis. And I brought him to the hospital. They took that shit out real quick. Boom. Yes. He's good. You know, he's recovered. He's healthy again. Right? Yes. Then we have a kid who's, like, struggling. And he doesn't know what's wrong with himself. And they say, no, you're good. You just need to change your fucking diet. Um, Jeez. And then the, the hospital while I'm down, our real doctor says, um, you have leukemia. You need to get into inpatient treatment right now. And the, the, the kid could have fucking died. Yes. You know, that that's the stupidity of fucking the Navy. So uh, those of you looking to join, don't join the Navy. <laughs> well, you did, you, you did some right and very brave things. I mean, society was telling you, shut the fuck up, don't talk. And you knew better. You spoke up. You brought that dude to the hospital. You saved his life because you knew when to blow past people who were giving you bad advice. So good on you. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. But, you know, I do it because, you know, like any, any good person, you would do it if you saw a person at work. You'd be like, oh, shit, I got to take this dude to the hospital. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, here, oh, look who decided to grace us top, with his, top, with top. his presence. <laughs> top, top, like top. we're fucking, like we're serfs in serfdom, right. like we're fucking peons in the high court. Bro, I have to use these shitty headphones that sound like 10 on 10, so. Your, your voice care. sounds like uh, two guys are rubbing their cocks together. That's what it sounds like. How do you know what that sounds like? Because I've done it before. Anyway, moving oh, on. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. He believes mummy dust is just a queef. Mr. Rob Fortune. Rob, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Jomo? I'm Jomo, proprietor of fucking all powders that are questionable. Do not trust me. I will roof your drink. All right. Now I got to introduce this piece of shit. 
He's known as the missionary man because that is the only sex position he knows. Mr. Jack Falcon. Jack, how are you? Yo, Ooh. I have to commend Ooh. you for that mummy dust queef thing. That was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> that was fun. That was pretty good. Hang on. I'm switching headphones. Give me one second. Oh, right. no. Okay. I, I'm going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Rob, um, if you give me a minute, indulge me with your intelligence. Fuck, Mary Kill. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, uh, here we go. All right. Fuck, Mary Kill. Rabbi, a priest, or an imam? Go. An imam? Like a... Yeah, e- imam is a, is a Muslim cleric. Basically, someone who like is like a pastor for 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 uh, or a priest, not a priest because priests. Well, they both diddle kids anyway. Imams are basically like the pastors or the uh, of uh, the Muslim of Islam. Okay, yeah, but I, I mean, I need to see face. I'm superficial here. We're, I need no, to see that. No, no, and I need no, to see face. No, 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 no. Just think about the rabbi. Think about the curls uh, and and the orthodox uh, hat and the black okay. and white suit. That's, yeah, that's a rabbi. Wearing? The priest is obviously you got touched before, so you know yeah. he's he's wearing. And mm-hmm. then, then you have an imam, which is a dude with a big ass beard and dresses in Middle Eastern garb. <laughs> this this is gonna this is what gets us canceled. <laughs> this is what gets us. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you two scenarios because I don't know how else. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, scenario one is I'm going to, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And scenario two is I'm going to kill, kill, kill. Because I can't imagine other scenarios. So, like, when I think of, like, a Middle Eastern dude, okay, well, this this isn't accurate. But I'm thinking of a, a, a yogi that I really like. I know some yogis that, like, say things I really like. And I can imagine they would be freaks in bed. So and that's not Middle Eastern. But, uh... If I imagine a dark-looking guy with a huge beard, um, I, I, okay, I can't imagine getting down with that. And then there's a show called Fleabag, and there's a pastor on that show that uh, he's a good-looking guy, and he's an alcoholic, and he's uh, that guy's probably a freak in bed. So that, that would be fun. And then uh, what was the third one, a rabbi? I think just because of uh, Weird Al's uh, video, uh, Amish Paradise, I think I can have fun with that scenario. And then back to the kill, kill, kill scenario, it's like, you know, I pray all the time, but I can't get down with the church because of pedophilia. So it's like I I can imagine killing all of these people and feeling no fucking remorse. So that's what I have to say about that. Mm. Strong. Very strong. Oh, yeah. What do you got, Jack Falcon? I don't know. know. (laughs) I'm bothered. I'm bothered by this. (laughs) The pedophilia thing was the first thing I was thinking of, and I was like, "I'm killing the priest." So that was the first thing I was thinking of. Yes. Um, and then I don't. It's really a toss-up between the other two. I need to see. I'm superficial, bro. I need to see. They're, they're depending on what everyone's looking like. It could go either way. Here's what I'm I want to say about the killed. the rabbi. So I believe Jewish people do um, circumcise, like you have to, or maybe I have it backwards. But I, I remember hearing stories of back in the day when they did uh, circumcision, in order to stop the bleeding, they would suck on it. To, yeah, so that's, like, that's true, I'm pretty sure. That's what I heard. Is, that's uh, so there's, Yeah, so I believe that pastors suck uh, cho- uh, children dick. Um, so that makes, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like... So I, that's why I can imagine killing all of these religious <laughs> Yeah, I hate religion in general, so I don't give a shit about the whole thing. Fucking kids in their ass. But, but if they're females and they have good racks or dudes in big bulges, then then I can stop being <laughs> like, like, <laughs> big bulges. 
You're so fucking stupid. Uh, um, all right. Uh, um, uh, all right. All right. All right. It took me a while to think about this. Okay. So I'm going to fuck the imam just so I can fuck him over. Uh, I'm going to marry the rabbi because Jews are pretty funny. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna marry the the rabbi and hopefully have a, a gay old time. And then the priest is gonna die because I just don't trust priests. They're very very rapey. Yeah, they got they gotta go. They gotta go. They gotta go. All right, let's move on. Wait, I want to bring up something real quick before we start. It'll take two seconds. Please, I have don't. a mouse pad. Not I Cal- have a mouse pad. Not Cal nope. Rittenhouse, please. Not Cal Rittenhouse. No. <laughs> so my desk is wood, right? So it, you can't put drinks on it, otherwise there's gonna be rings all over it and shit. So if I have, you have a coaster. Not- you avoid that. What the fuck are you retarded? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Can I finish? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you need something, a coaster, whatever. I've been so I have a mouse pad here that I've been putting my beers on when I'm when I'm working on stuff. And I there have been so many beers on this thing that it's not like a it's not like a, a water ring, but it's like a ring from the beer can like sinking down into the mouse pad. And now this mouse pad is fucking useless. I move the mouse around and it's like it doesn't it doesn't notice anything because of all these dents and creases in the mouse pad. You're your That's own it. worst enemy. That's how dumb you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This mouse pad is trash. I'm gonna try throwing it in the washing machine or something. Maybe maybe it'll tough it out. That's not gonna fix it, but whatever. All right. I don't know. It's a, it's one of those with like the jelly wrist things. So I hate to just throw it away, but at the same point, it doesn't do the only thing it's designed to do. So just buy a new and one. I'm, I'm the one who messed it up. I'm not blaming the person who designed this. It's 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 on me. That was such a compelling story. Thank you so much. Uh, my, life <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. We... my life has changed. My life has changed just by hearing that it. fucking dumbass. Can I get my minute of a, and a half of life back from listening to some sure. dumbass shit like that? I'll save you from the other minute and a half dumbass story I was going to tell. Thank God. Um, Fuck. All right. Are we ready to talk about Ghost? Yeah, we are. I am. Okay. I'm going to quit fucking derailing this, please. <laughs> all right. Opus Eponymous is a nine-track record released in 2010, coming in just over 45 minutes long. It's the band's debut studio album. The drums were recorded with a session drummer. Uh, Originally, Forge did not want to be the singer of the band. Uh, Preferring to be the guitarist, he approached several several vocalists for the role, all of whom turned down the offer, leading to Forge uh, to taking the position himself. Uh, A cover of Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles was released only on the Japanese version of the album. Singles here uh, are Elizabeth. That's it. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of this record? The only decent song was about Elizabeth Bathory. That's about it, Elizabeth. All right, mm-hmm. but these guys are fucking dog shit. I mean, <laughs> okay, I didn't know you felt this way. I, I mean, if dog shit could be worse than this, it, it, it would be. I mean, it, it's not even it. I know, but that's games that are better than this trash. Um, guitars are fucking weak as shit. Drums are trash. Um, they're so simple. There's no decent fills. I would risk herpes over this album, dude. Legit, <laughs> I would risk herpes over this album. Would you, would you risk getting herpes from an ugly chick over this album, or are you talking just like good Oh, bro, no, 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 no. It, it's like the age-old saying. You don't get in a Ferrari wearing a trash bag, bro. I'm going to go for a hot bitch <laughs> if she has fucking herpes. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. And, and I'll just put like something in between so that it doesn't touch, you know, like a dental dam. But... Um, this is fucking dog shit, bro. Um, by the way, I have to say this. Norway is way better than Sweden, okay? You want to listen to some fucking black metal? You want to listen to good shit? Go to Norway. Go to Finland. Those are real countries. Sweden's just an offshoot of Denmark anyway. Um, <laughs> God damn, Joe Ross. I didn't like this fucking album. I didn't like this fucking album. And I have much more to say. I have so much yeah, more to say. Keep going. Keep going. 
That's you mean just about the that, other stuff? That, yeah, all the, all the other stuff. That that's it. I didn't think it was that great. The only good song was about uh, uh, is Elizabeth. Um, that that's really it. It sounded a little bit black metal ish, but everything else is just it's just weak. It's just not. It's not yeah, what I, I expected. I, it's not it, at all. The, the guitar tone. I hate the guitar tone I'm, on this album. I judged the book by its cover, it. and it went wrong. The, 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 what, the, do you think, what do you think of this cover? This is fucking retarded. It's doesn't like, it doesn't it actually look like it's out of Scooby Doo? <laughs> it looks like a Scooby Doo fucking album cover. What the fuck is going yeah, no, on? This, this one really does. Yeah. Um, okay. I like this record. It's not my least favorite, uh, but I, I agree. The guitar, the guitar, at least the, the distortion in this fucking album, I hate it. I can't stand it. It's so weak. Um, and I don't. I think that they were going for that. I think they were trying to do like a '60s, '70s um, kind of sound here. One of the first. Um, Things that stuck out to me, I, I think, was um, from um, Conclave Con Dio, is that, um, which which could be my favorite song in this album. Is that Carne uh, Con Evil, like the TV show? No, I don't know, but there's a ton of there's a ton of jokes about the name of that song. Um, I don't know. There's people m- like memeing that all over the internet. Anyway, um, uh, that when I was listening to it, I was like, this reminds me of King Diamond. Um, and his vocals specifically, he doesn't have the, that range of King Diamond to get all up in that falsetto range, but he definitely does things that personally remind me of, of, uh, King Diamond on this record. Also the intro on this album is my least favorite. Um, and the second song here, the one I was talking, just talking about is such a strong song. It could have just opened this album. And I think that if they really wanted that organ thing that opened this, um, they could have put it somewhere else to kind of vibe it, you know, down a little bit to bring it back up. But I don't know. I've listened to it multiple times, the first track on here, and it just doesn't do anything for me. And I get that this is supposed to be more of, it's, it's not necessarily an album with ghosts. It's like an experience. <clears throat> just kind of like King Diamond. Um, it's supposed to be this flowing thing and not really track to track to track. Uh, Ritual has some great piano in it. Um, there's some great lead lines at the end. Stand By Him, uh, another one of my favorite songs on here. Chorus, fucking awesome. Um, so one of the songs you hear, Death Knell, towards the end, like two-thirds of the way through, there's this guitar line that's playing, and there's these constant three notes that are three of the most recognizable notes from uh, the Raining Blood riff. Uh, by uh, Slayer, and the whole time I'm listening to it, I was like, "Oh, like if that riff didn't exist, the way they kind of foreshadowed it, and if they went into it, it would have been great." Um, but they definitely hint at it, um, and you know, the, you know, Tobias is a huge fan of um, '80s metal and all that kind of stuff, so it's not surprising to see all these different things popping up or different tones and, and feelings all over the place. Um, but yeah, I, this is a good album. I I, I think it's fine. Um, it's it's not my least favorite. Um, but there's definitely things I would have done differently here. Uh, Rob, uh, what do you think of this record? So I, I didn't know that they had a studio drummer here. I, so this is their first album. And so when I, I think of, I think of this as, uh, they're just getting started. They don't, um, so they don't have the recording quality that, that they get on later albums. You said that they, that, uh, you hate the guitar tone. You think it was intentional. I don't really think it was intentional. It could have been, but I, I went, you know, a band that uh, doesn't have money yet and doesn't have resources yet and doesn't know what they're doing yet might just make mistakes. So I, I, you know, yeah, this this album is kind of weak in that regard. But I think the songwriting's there. You know, Conclavi Condio, Ritual, Elizabeth, Stand by Him are all songs that I, I like. And Satan, Satan Prayer too. I think uh, there's like yeah, there's like uh, four, four or five songs I really like. Yeah, it starts off weak. You know, um, the keyboard song in the beginning. 
yeah, I don't feel anything either. And it ends kind of weird. It's just kind of, but net, but yeah, Conclavi con Dio is a song that is one of those songs that I've like learned on guitar, but when I do it, it doesn't sound good. Uh, I don't know. There's a certain style to it. Uh, yeah. Ritual. I really like, there's a certain, um, I don't know. I, I think these guys have style and they, they had song, they had good songwriting uh, skill right away. I think um, it's funny to, Ghost was my favorite band, uh, like 2015, 2016. So I listened to this one quite a bit. It wasn't my favorite at the time, but it wasn't my least favorite either. I, I, I tuned in quite a lot. And um, I don't know. I liked this. Uh, I, I wanted to like classic rock more than I did. I just I have a need for like a uh, bass to be punching me in the face. And, uh, you know, there's something about metal that I really like. But I also kind of hate screaming and I also kind of hate. So to me, Ghost was uh, uh, filling in some gaps that I, I wish I got elsewhere. So it's like, uh, and and uh, they do have solos, but they don't, they aren't solos that uh, just cram in a bunch of notes for no fucking reason. I don't know. I, th I thought these guys had taste, so I, I really liked them. Um, yeah, I, I agree. They, they definitely do. But yeah, at the, at the time, in those days, it was uh, Papa Emeritus and the, the Nameless Ghouls. And it was presented as this, uh, I took it as a joke, a joke in which um, they had a lot of faith in each other. And so we're going to talk about a controversy later. But, uh, you know, at the time, I'm just like, okay, these guys are putting on a stage show. It's it's fun. It's it's or it, it has a joke to it that I uh, that I admire this particular Joe uh, album doesn't really have the full wink and the nod you know uh, satan prayer and all this it's like you don't really know that they're kidding or what but it, you know i've heard more satanic bands in the past so it was just to me this was uh this was what it was um some of my favorite comedy album uh, comedy songs are later we'll talk about that later but that's what i want to say about this album so the, the the band lineups on all of these are very confusing to me because when I've talked to my buddy, he said the only original member who's ever recorded any of this stuff is Tobias and he just gets everyone else as a studio musician. And then in a lot of the albums, it said that he has a studio drummer come in or keyboard player to, you know, to just pretty much play the songs and leave. Um, but then on some of the album credits, at least on Wikipedia, it has all of the nameless ghouls sometimes um, listed out. And then sometimes it just says the nameless ghouls. And then on when I was reading about this record, it said that Tobias got together with like two previous bandmates from other bands and they recorded this. But then it says there's a studio drummer. So I honestly have no fucking clue. Uh, without asking that guy directly, I don't think there's a clear answer on who actually played on every one of these albums. But the, definitely the keyboard player on this record, and when you were talking about playing that song, uh, Conclave Condillo, uh, and it didn't exactly sound like it, a lot of, like, the the keyboard player on this album is the MVP. It sounds fucking great. He he's, kills it throughout the whole thing, and I don't know, there's probably, like, little things like that that are just missing from it that aren't giving you the same sound or whatever. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it's good. You, I, I don't hate on this album, with the exception with the exception of the distortion. I can't, I just fucking can't stand it, but... Um, yeah, it's good. It's a it's a good way to start off a career, or whatever. You know, this this is a great step in the right direction. So, right, if you say so. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Satan's Prayer. Yeah, has a there's a great drum groove to it. I'm just seeing if I have anything else here. My thoughts are all over the place today. Um, yeah, I think that a uh, prime mover was my notes here, as they say that the guitar tone is weak as fuck, uh, except for in prime mover. So uh, maybe it was recorded at a different time or they had a different setup or whatever. Let's check out some YouTube comments for this uh, album. Let's not. 
Uh, this band is quite original. So many influences. One of the greatest bands of all time for me. Found them half an hour ago. See, I think like half of that is a meme and half of it isn't. Uh, like found found them, my favorite ever. Found them half an hour ago. Unfortunately, I'm not in with every meme. That's the thing. And we've read probably like 30 of them through the different YouTube comments on the show. So I don't know. Uh, there's probably a billion out there. Next, words can't describe how much this album hits home. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but uh, excited to re excited by the release of Hunter's Moon, I decided to revisit the old ghost stuff, and I have to admit that this sounds as good now as the first time I heard it. Jim, what do you think of that? Ugh. Next, such a great and mysterious album with nice guitar riffs and memorable lyrics. Genesis is so underrated, and so is Stand By Him. And lastly, I'm absolutely torn between this being the best record of the 21st century so far or Meloria. Uh, those two records are absolute classics. One day people will look at these records as sacred. Just wait. Or how do you pronounce that album? Is that it? Yeah, the, I don't know. Oh, Meliora. Meliora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meliora. Okay. Uh, yeah. One day people will look at these albums as sacred. Just wait. Uh, so yeah, that's the beginning of ghost. Um, yeah, I, I like, it. Oh, so there, the Japanese version of this album has a cover of, here comes the sun by the Beatles, cool. and I listened to both of them multiple times to get my thoughts on it. I even listened to them with Becca, who's a big fan of the Beatles, and she and I don't see eye to eye very often. Anyway, so we listened. I played the Ghost one, and I, I, it's different enough to know that it's Ghost. I, I think it's a bit boring. Also, I was very surprised on how much um, like praise and positivity it had in the comments. And I don't know if they weeded out a bunch of dickheads or whatever, but normally when anyone touches a Beatles song, everyone acts like they fucking killed their mother or some shit, and they're just complete assholes to whoever did it. But the comment section was pretty positive. Um, I think their version is is different, which I uh, I appreciate, uh, but it's it's kind of boring. Uh, and I this is hopefully the only time in my entire life I have to ever fucking say this, but I actually think that the original version is better wow. uh, than Ghost's version nice and um and that's hard coming from me so uh <laughs> yeah it's 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 a good attempt and it's it's different and it's just like when we talked about uh what was the band darkness the darkness when they did the radiohead cover like half the people fucking think that's like an abortion uh i i like it because it's different and i actually listen to it a bunch of times where i think i actually just legitimately like it nice. uh so anyway uh th there's people who love ghosts who are gonna love it there's people who are gonna like the original whatever um i if, if none of if neither of them existed i wouldn't give a shit let's put it that way uh yeah. but the fact that they both are there i still i do think that the original one captures the image that they were obviously trying to put out of you know here comes the sun oh also one is he the beatles one is here comes the sun as in the sun that rises and the ghost one is here comes the sun as in like the son of the antichrist or some shit nice just to clear that up all right does anyone want to say anything else about this record uh next no okay all right hopefully i can pronounce this correctly infestissimum is a 10-track record released in 2013, coming in just under 48 minutes long. It's the band's second studio album is, and was recorded in Nashville, Tennessee. Because of their satanic lyrics, the band could not find a choir in Nashville to perform on their record. Even individual uh, choirsters turned down the work, so they ended up recording a with a choir in Hollywood, uh, where, as quoted, uh, people have no problem with worshipping the devil. Uh, the <laughs> band could not find a manufacturer for the CD in the United States as its release was delayed. Uh, a source close to the band told Spin that Ghost was turned down by four U.S. CD manufacturers because of artwork of the album's deluxe edition, which is a 16th century illustration of an orgy. 
Singles on this album, uh, Secular Haze and Year Zero. Rob, what do you think of this record? Uh, Joma, you want to talk first? Joma, what do you think of this record? Uh, Girls who listen to this album have HPV, for sure. This album reeks of daddy issues and using correct pronouns. I don't like it. It's still dog shit. <laughs> um, Ghost is like if Slipknot, Nickelback, and Behemoth fucked and had an illegitimate child. <laughs> <laughs> and to be quite honest, Demon Borgir and Cradle Filth are more edgy and, quite frankly, more talented. Right, but you got to remember. You have to remember the metal scale, that like the scale where you can, you know, where you can get your girlfriend to listen to. And Ghost is probably the most accessible. No, it's not. I could get my, I could get my wife into fucking listening to just about anything. You know what she said when she listened to this? She's like, "What the fuck is this trash?" Bro, and your I, girlfriend's favorite band is the Beatles, dude. My wife. Oh yeah, sorry, your wife. <laughs> I was at the wedding. Your wife. Yo, 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 don't. She can't get downgraded, man, or else my balls get chopped off. Um, right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I, dude, I just I couldn't find it. I don't get the song titles. I don't. It's just not not for me. I'm sorry. That's it. That's that, it. That's that's literally yeah. fucking it. All right. Well, the guitar tone in this album is a fucking billion times better. Uh, this is either my first or second favorite album by Ghost. Uh, this also is I, like some weird one-off thing where this album is by Ghost BC. It has something to do with, you know, obviously they're not from the United States. Um, so this coming out here, I guess it, there was already a band over here named Ghost, so they had to adjust it. This looks like it's the only album that this was done on, so I don't really know much more about it than that. Um, let's see here. Oh, this album has good ambiance. I like this record quite a bit. Um, Okay, oh, so when I put this on, so after the, the last one, I was saying that the intro of the album was very underwhelming for me. And when I put this on, I was, there's like, it's like a choir. And I was like, okay, I think we're kind of going in the same direction. Uh, and then like one third of the way through, uh, the whole band kicks in. And uh, it's, it's probably my favorite intro on any Ghost album. Unfortunately, well, the next album doesn't have an intro, but um, uh, it's, it's, but it's, it's good. It's awesome. Uh, so Secular Haze is like this dark waltz, which I think is good. Uh, it's a good song. Uh, the video is very... Um, go check out the video sometime. It's, it's very... Uh, like Compare that video to uh, Rats. And uh, the whole band in general looks quite a bit different. Uh, the second song here, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it. It's one of my favorites. Drums are great. Singing is great. Second song in the album. Uh, Gigolo is another one of my favorites. Sounds like a 60s, fucking dark 60s song or something. Uh, probably my favorite song on this record is... I don't even know how to... I can't pronounce fucking any of the names here. That's why it uh, sucks! <laughs> whatever. The one that's paired with Zombie Queen. Uh, it starts off, it has this great uh, haunting uh, intro, and then about a third of the way, it kicks into like this surf rock song, and it's fucking great. Uh, and it's like seven or eight minutes long. Probably my favorite song in this album. Uh, Year Zero uh, is another great song. I believe that's one of the few songs that is credited to other people other than Tobias, or at least that he says that they other people had a hand in uh, writing. Uh, guitar is really catchy, great chorus. So Body and Blood is uh, another really catchy one. And there's this, there's this, there's notes in the beginning of the song that, so there's the meme on the internet that uh, Ghost is music for Scooby-Doo and pe you know, people have actually put it over. We, wa we watched it earlier. And uh, the beginning parts of this song, Body and Blood, legitimately actually sounds like it comes from a Scooby-Doo uh, episode. Uh, that's the only thing that kind of takes me out of it. But gr great guitar playing in there. Uh, then third to last song, 
whatever it's called, another great song. And then Depths of Satan's Eyes, a great guitar tone. Oh, and it has balls behind it. Well, some issues I have with Ghost is I I lose the bass at points, especially with Hunter's Moon. I, I swear there's no bass in that song. And uh, so when I hear Depths of Satan's Eyes, the ba- I can hear the bass, just, just killing it. Uh, great tone, has balls behind it, especially the bass, fucking great. Rob, tell us about this record. So I remember telling people that this was my favorite album uh, and uh, other people didn't agree. Uh, And when I listen to it now, it's like it has this one has my favorite singles on it. But, you know, I I don't think it's as consistent as some of the albums are. So it's like I really love tracks one and two. And then I love five Goulet uh, and six uh, year zero and Monstrance Clock 10. So like um, ba- back in my heavy drinking days, I would, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be winter. Uh, I it would I'll be bored at work and um, I would walk in the bitter cold to the uh, the liquor store and I'd be like playing Monstrance Clock over and over in my head. Monstrance Clock in, in year zero. So like it's it's kind of like like my best, most positive memory in a dark time was uh, just thinking about Ghost and um I don't know. So like this, this, uh, this band has a special, uh, uh, memory for me, but yeah. So it's like the, the songwritings here, like I, I like, uh, all the instrumentation. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't like secular haze or gigolo. Gigolo is funny because it has all like, uh, um, ton of innuendo. Don't like body and blood, uh, dollar train depths of Satan eyes. I, so I don't, I don't like half of this album, but, um, yeah, uh, monstrous clock and year zero are some of my favorites. I like, I, I think about those songs fucking all the time. They, they pop into my head and, um, there's something, um, I, I have a goal in my head. I want to make the feel good metal album of the year every year. I want to make it. And, uh, there's moments in ghost that like fucking lift my spirits. And, um, I don't know. There's something about the orchest- orchestration and the, like the melodicness, and uh, I don't know, man. Ghost does something for me. Uh, uh, listening to this album reminds me of when they were my favorite band, and uh, yeah, that's what I want to say for now. Nice. Okay, so directly after this release, they had. Um, did you want to talk about the EPs or no? Oh shit! Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> If you have Ghost uh, is is a, a a song that they did on one of their EPs on this same year, 2013. Fucking very amusing that Ghost puts out a song. If you have Ghost, you have everything. Uh, they have some real comedic moments that I really love. And there's uh, other other moments on that EP that I also like. There's a song called Marionette, which is a cover of ABBA. I believe every song on that EP is a is a is a cover. And uh, to me, it's very amusing that, that they cover the Beatles and ABBA. And uh, I don't know, they have some Depression comedy mode. to them. I, uh, oh, yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I, uh, I, th- I thought that um, if you have Ghost, is a, you, you got to listen to that song for sure. Okay. Um, that's what I want to say for now. Okay. So Dave Grohl actually is like a guest on this. Oh, nice. A production rhythm guitar and If You Have Ghost, drums and percussion on I'm a Marionette and Waiting for the Night. So yeah, good album. Let's let's read some YouTube comments. Uh, first person says, "This is one of the best albums I've heard in years." Jomo, what do you think about that? <sighs> Give me AIDS. <laughs> Next person says, <clears throat> "Ghost's genius will be discussed for centuries, possibly millenniums." Next one. I've been searching for a band like Ghost for years. They are exactly what music needed. Next person says, "Oh my God, ghosts are fuck. Ghosts are fucking genius. Your music give me goosebumps every time." 
That sounds like a Downsy kid saying that, but all right. And lastly, this is one of the best albums I've heard in years. Oh, I think I copied it. That's the same uh, one twice. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I think a lot of people say that this is, you know, Ghost is a band that helps people get into metal. Um, you know, a lot of people, I guess, don't like Megadeth. And so this is uh, less a salty, I guess, on your eardrums or something. So uh, someone called this a, a cult rock, I believe, or a cult metal, something like that. So there's a genre for everything. Unfortunately, uh, let's move. Let's move on to the next. Uh, Meliora is a ten-track record released in 2015, coming in just over 41 minutes long. It's the band's third studio album. The drums were recorded with a session drummer. Amos Ghoul said uh, that because guitar took a back seat on the previous album, the band focused on guitar riffs from the beginning of Meliora. Uh, following their debut album, which is about uh, the coming of the Antichrist, uh, Infestissimum, which is about the presence of the Antichrist, uh, Meliora's main theme is the absence of God. Uh, Cerise, is that how you pronounce the single in this album, was nominated for Best Metal Performance at 2015's 58th Annual Grammy Awards, winning against Lamb of God, Seven Dust, Slipknot, and August Burns the Red. disrespect. Singles from this album, Cerise, I believe that's how you would say that. If not, I have no fucking clue. Uh, from the Pinnacle to the Pit and Majesty. Jomo, what do you think of Meliora? Yo, it's so, still dog shit. Still bland okay. band, all right? Whatever that fucking Cerise, Cerise, Cer whatever the fuck. It's Cerise such an utter cool. disappointment. It reminds me, it, it's like a tooth-filled blowjob. Um, I Ooh, don't the rake. Yikes. I don't, I don't like the rake, bro. It's like, <laughs> ah, ah, you know, come on, man. What are you doing down there? All right, he's got feelings. Um, every time I heard uh, when he says, can you hear the rumble? I was like, yeah, that's me drinking beer with ice cream. And that's my, that's, that's my intestines. And I, I'm getting ready to shit my pants. So to me, you were you were eating them together, bro. Yes, you, like the ice cream beer float. Do you ever? First off, do you ever want to be like an asshole to your girl and just be like, you know what? I'm gonna do something that's gonna piss you off. So I'm gonna, oh, the, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna, the Dutch oven. This is worse than the Dutch oven. This this makes Auschwitz look like a fucking cakewalk. Okay, um, God, I fucking I've did, did some disgusting things, and I learned about that deadly combination after drinking like ipas like heavy nine percent yeah. ipas mm -hmm. and yeah. eating ice cream because i'm lactose and it just turns uh, into a shit fest okay <laughs> my wife literally does not even look at me the next day she just goes oh you're <laughs> but yeah she i can't even look at you anymore i i don't and i didn't like the video either like th their videos are fucking stupid man i don't like them i'm sorry i'm done okay i'm done now okay that's it? That's literally it. I listened to okay. all these albums for fucking two weeks straight going, <laughs> uh, I can hear the rumble. I can hear the rumble. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, e this is either my first or second favorite album. Um, I feel like this is a lot more focused of a record than, and cohesive than some of the other ones, especially uh, the one that comes after this. Uh, and this is, uh, I mean, I think this is a legitimately fucking great album. Uh, it's, and it's generally dark, dark and, and probably more metal than they are normally. Uh, Spirit uh, fucking opens this album well, in my opinion. Uh, Pinnacle, From the Pinnacle to the Pit, one of my favorite songs uh, by Ghost in general. Uh, they have this really haunting lead line. 
makes me think of the lead line um, from the song Grind by Alice in Chains. Um, Cerise has some great uh, playing in it, great uh, uh, singing. The song's catchy. Uh, and I'm surprised there's a song in here called He Is, which I'm surprised isn't a single. I feel like that would have been one of the easiest cash grabs here to just make a video for, uh, release a single, have it playing on the radio. Uh, it's really catchy. It's very, like, and like melody wise, it's very radio friendly. The song is about suicide, so maybe that's why they refrain from doing it. Uh, line from the song We're standing here by the abyss, uh, and the world is in flames. Two star crossed lovers reaching out to the beast with many names. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would have been easy money. Uh, Mummy Dust, another one of my favorites on this album. Uh, great piano lines in there. Uh, and then, oh, so in the next album, there's a there's a couple instrumental pieces that are like five minutes long, um, which we'll talk about when we get there. The instrumental pieces here, there's two of them, I think, which are just under a minute or just over a minute each. Uh, the first one I can't pronounce. Uh, the second one is called Devil's Church or Devil Church. Uh, really nice pieces. Break the album up. That's what I was talking about with the first record, how they have the instru this instrumental uh, organ piece in the beginning. Maybe it could have fit somewhere else um, in the in the album instead. And I think the instrumental pieces here are really nice. Uh, Majesty is another one of my favorites. Uh, Absolution is a fucking banger. I love the guitar playing on it, singing fucking great. And then the last song on here, Deus in Sentia, another one of my favorites. Uh, great closing song. And at the end, there's this fading out um, of the album with the choir that's fucking awesome. So, um, yeah, I think this is my favorite Ghost album. It's, it's I don't know, it's, yeah, I, I think it is. It's fucking great. Rob, what do you think of this record? So yeah, years ago I was talking to Vela and I I said uh Infestus Mom is my favorite and he's like, "Oh, no, really, uh, Meliora is my favorite." And uh Meliora is more of a consistent album for sure. I, I feel like there's fewer bad songs on this album than any of the other ones. I, I, yeah, I don't think there's as many uh hits at least for me, but uh yeah, like Spirit uh has I love the guitar uh, guitar solo in Spirit. To me, like that's an example of a, a, a solo that really does something for me emotionally. It isn't to show off. It's like everything is a fucking impactful note. So yeah, I really like Spirit. I really, yeah, Pinnacle to the Pit. I got a uh, Alice in Chains vibes also. Uh, Cerise for being a, a fucking Grammy award winning song. You know, it's supposed to be this big hit. Uh, I don't know. I, I like it fine, but it, I don't, it, it doesn't leap out to me as like a, like a big hit to me. I do like the bass in it. Um, you know, so let's, you know, so some ba some bass lines follow the guitar line. That's, that's a type. And there's also, uh, bass lines that kind of are more like a drum like as in as in their percussive they're more meant to make you feel something as opposed to like having a ton of notes in them i like one of the bass lines in it because it's both of those things like part of it is is like just percussive like a drum and then part of it's following the guitar line and just you know i don't know another another moment i really love the bass is in he is they delay adding the bass on like for like half of the song so to me, there's this buildup of like, you know, it's all trebly and, you know, and so when drums and bass finally comes in, it's like a really ex uh, exciting moment. That's, this is, that He Is is actually the song that uh, I, I, I got introduced to this band through He Is. A friend of mine sent me this song and um, there's, a, there's a line that threw me off, the disobedience that holds us together. Uh, the disobedience. I don't really recommend using that in uh, in a song. It's it's a clumsy word, and it kind of, it made me like kind of laugh. But um, he is is the first time that I heard this band, and it to me it was a comedy song because 
if you don't really listen to the lyrics, it sounds like uh, something that you would play at a church. It has this uh, gospel vibe to it. And, um, you know, the, the melody can be very, um, I don't know, gospel song. And uh, no, it's not about suicide. It's a, it's a love song to Satan. Um, he is the shining in the life light without whom we cannot see, you know, it's, it's a, he's this, it's a worshiping Satan song. So it sounds like, uh, it sounds, it sounds like, a, 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 a yeah, and there is a music video for it, but like, I don't, you know, a lot of their videos really aren't, I don't really like their music videos either, but, uh, I love he is, that's my favorite song on the album. I love, uh, majesty. I love the guitar riffs on majesty. Yeah, in general, I think this is a, their most consistent album. And then um, if you listen to the deluxe edition, they attach on their Pope Star EP. Should we talk about Pope Star separately? That, that has Square Hammer and Bible on it. Oh, we could talk about it right now. That's fine. Um, so this album was out and I, I liked it. And then, um, you know, so I, I was into Ghost at this time. And then new single Square Hammer came out. And I was fucking obsessed with this song. I listened to the song like hundreds of times. Like this, the, the, the Pope Star EP, first of all, funny ass name. I love that they will use puns. Um, a band that takes themselves like not so seriously that they'll make a dumb joke like Pope Star. To me, I fucking, I love, band, I love making dumb jokes like that. Um, and, you know, I listened to that song uh, like a thousand fucking times. I don't know. This, the Pope Star did not leave my CD player for months. I fucking loved that song so fucking much. I loved, I don't know what to say other than to suck its dick. I just fucking did. And then, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then Bible, Bible, um, Bible, Bible. Uh, so I, I heard this song a year or whatever after I heard year, uh, he is, but that's another song. It's even more like sublim. If you're not paying attention, it sounds like a gospel churchy song. Uh, so like I've I've listened to this hundreds of times. I have this spiritual feeling when I listen to this song. But it's like, uh, yeah, God made the earth, uh, and then uh, He wiped uh, the mistake from the face of the earth for He regrets having made them. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's like uh, the lyrics are basically God made all this stuff, and then uh, humans uh, were ungrateful and uh, and and, and uh, evil. So uh, he, uh, so he made it, it rain for forty days and forty nights to to destroy the human race because human the humans are scum. If you're not paying attention to the lyrics, it sounds like a, a like a a, a loving uh, God song, but it's it is it is not. <laughs> yeah. I, fu I fucking love that song. I don't know. Uh, I loved Pope Star a lot. And that's what yeah, I Square, Square Hammer I, is, I, I love that song. I still listen to it all the time. That song has fucking balls. It's awesome. It has a, the great, the, the main riff in that song is one of my favorites. Really, really great. And that's why like, I, I'm a person who loves the more metal, harder edge of, of music. So that song does it for me. Um, they have a lot of pop stuff put it, you know, with, uh, mixed within their songs. They do later on, they moved into kind of like an eighties type thing, which is all good. It's, it's, it still sounds good. It's well-written, but square hammer, there's something about it that it's just, it's just great. I love that song. I agree. I've listened to that song like hundreds of times too. And I'll listen to it fucking hundreds more before I die. It's, it's just great. Um, Jomo, I'm going to assume you haven't listened to any of this. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to regale you with the story about 
basically how I found out about ghosts. So okay. Mr. Rob Fortune said, hey, why don't you listen to this band? And then I said, hey, let's, we're going to listen to this band, guys. And I listened to them, and I was just like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So this is the first time you've ever heard them? Bro, I've never heard of Ghosts until we decided we were going to do this. Oh, okay. I've never listened to Ghosts. And I thought just by the cover, I was like, oh, man, it's going to be some fucking, I'm going to hear some insane blast beats and some, you know, black metal riffing. And then it turned out, hey, I, I can feel the rumble. It's, that's shit passing through my intestines. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so what was, how, how long was that, Jomo? Not long. Okay, I was gonna say because I owe you like ninety seconds. All right, let's uh let's read some comments from this album. <clears throat> First, I'm honestly kind of surprised that it's taken so long for a band to take the themes from black metal and death metal and combine with a softer, more melodic sound. Or maybe there's a bunch of bands that I just haven't heard of. Uh, next person, Ghost album covers are some of the best artwork I've ever seen. Hang this shit in the Louvre. No, that was me. I put that at the end. Uh, Europeans have such an intelligence to their metal. Really shows in groups like him and Ghost. Okay. I, okay, the thing of it is, is we've had Rust in Peace 30 fucking years ago. So, I don't, how, however, people are just like, oh, yeah, Americans don't put any fucking intelligence in the metal. It's like, okay, they've already done that 30 fucking years ago. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Cerise is one of the most badass guitarists ever in the history of the universe. Debate settled before starting. And lastly, lots of metalheads crying. Of course, they're not black. They're not a black metal band. If you want that, Ghost is not for you. Ghost is a cult rock. I don't know. Some of these people can get pretty uppity on their responses about Ghost. Yeah, I mean, there's there's other bands with blast beats in them. So, like to me, th this was feeding a need that I that I had and couldn't get elsewhere. It's like I love. I, I remember being 15 and trying to like uh, start bands with people and being unable to express how like I love metal, but I also hate it. And um, I don't know. So to me, Ghost being a different band and kind of like uh, uh, you might call them weak or pussy or something, but that's kind of what I like about them is that they're you know they're doing something. They're 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 combining a different combination of things that I'm used to seeing, and that's why I like them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's um, yeah. It's it's you. I, I don't. Know, I'm not deep into this the genre of black metal stuff. So to me, I mean, it sounds relatively unique. I don't know. Like the, like the other guy mentioned in his comment, maybe there's a ton of these other bands. I don't know. It's true. I mean, I don't fucking know. There could be fifty of them. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, they combine things well. Yeah. And yeah, I like hearing anything '80s. So. Um, especially later on uh we get quite a bit of that uh let's move on to the next album which i believe is called prequel right or is that pronounced incorrectly <laughs> don't worry about pr pronunciation they're a foreign band we're gonna mispronounce oh, okay. everything <laughs> okay all right it's a 10 track record released in 2018 coming in just under 42 minutes long it's the band's fourth and currently final studio album singles rats and dance macabre both topped the billboard rock a songs chart for multiple weeks and the album went to number three on the billboard 200 during the recording when needing a drummer or pianist they simply called in a session uh, musician who left upon completing their part the opening track ashes features uh minu forge tobias's daughter uh singing ring a ring of roses a nursery rhyme said to have originated during the plague a prequel was nominated for best rock album at 2018's 61st annual Grammy Awards. Losing to who, Jomo? Uh, I don't know. 
Great of Van Fleet. You know that band? Like the, the I, this I, I, oh, I hate that fucking band. Yeah, we can. Well, we don't need to ever talk about them. All, All right. right uh, singles from this album Rats, Dance Macabre, I believe that's how you pronounce that, and Faith. Jomo. Oh, hang on a second. Before we go in, I want to talk about this album cover because this is something that probably nobody here knows because I didn't even realize it. This album has multiple different album covers. There's five altogether. <clears throat> here are four of them. And get out your microscope because we're looking for fucking Jomo's wiener. Nope. Look at look at these look at the difference on these album covers. It's this dude on a horse that changes like where he's standing on the record cover. That's a lame. You know that, that's so lame. It's all yeah. one. Who who cares? It's one. Yeah. 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 It's I, the same thing. I'm I like crazy. the album artwork. It looks very fucking. It looks evil as shit. I like that. Mm. You know, dude, well, you're talking about Toothy Blowjob before. That's now I'm thinking about that with this mouth in front of me like, that I'm looking at here on the front, the front of the nice. thing. Nice. Thanks, Jomo. Jomo, tell us about this album. So there was this one time I went up to uh, Martha's Vineyard. Um, then a buddy of mine was like, he pranked me and said, hey, you know where you should really go to, man? You should go to this uh, Wellfleet in Provincetown. Provincetown's a really great time. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go to Pro Provincetown. Fucking, I was not prepared for for belt looping and guys basically giving hand jobs to each other in the street. Like, no one told me about that shit. And I have nothing, I have nothing against it. If that's your thing, do it. Um, but I, if I see that friend ever again, which I don't consider him a friend anymore, he's getting his ass whooped. Okay. So, so yeah, what does it have to do with this? So taxes are way too high right now. Um, I, I would like taxes to be uh, lower. And that's it. That's all I got to say. I listened to this album, okay? I, didn't, I think the most intriguing part was the album artwork. That was it. I thought it was pretty fucking badass. I just... The Dance Macabre song is just like... Ugh. Ugh. Like, it, the, the video... Fucking dog shit. Um... It just it it's just terrible, man. It's it's like they're basically going like this. Hey, pour some King Diamond. No, no, no. Pour a little bit of Merciful Fate. Oh, oh, oh. Put a, a don't just a pinch, just a pinch of Slayer. That's it. Okay, now we're gonna do this. Um, then we're gonna put some Behemoth, but not not really. Um, yeah, put that shit in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put our greatest influence, Green Day, and then they just just you know stir the pot, and it feels like. A troll is trolling a troll in a troll game. And I'm just... I don't get it. I don't get their music. I just don't... And I don't want to get it. I feel like I'm racist towards Ghost. That's all I have to say. Nice. Okay, so the Nameless Ghouls who were on the previous albums... Um, well... I, I don't think anyone is actually on any of these albums. The ones who were playing with Ghost when they were touring uh, up past Meliora are now in, in the timeline of the band Gone. There are new nameless schools now. I'm going to read a, a small thing here about why they're gone, um, and then we'll talk more about this record. Uh, interrupt me at any point if you think this is going on too long. All right, uh, so this is from blabbermouth.net. Uh, Ghost lead singer and founder Tobias Forge, who performs as Papa Emeritus, has responded to a lawsuit filed by four uh, former members of the band uh, accused him of cheating them out of rightful share of the profits from the group's album sales and world tours. Uh, the lawsuit claimed that Ford solely controlled the band's business affairs without input from anyone else in the group. The four musicians furthermore stated that a partnership be 
agreement existed between them and Forge, uh, which put Tobias in charge of carrying out the company's management duties. In his response, Ford stated that no legal partnership ever existed between them and the four musicians regarding the activities of Ghost, explaining, uh, explaining that none of the plaintiffs were present at the time of the group's formation and that their sole task was to perform and execute the musical works and the image that Forge had created, produced, and decided, all according to his instructions. For their efforts, the, music, the musicians were paid a fixed salary. Prior to the making of 2015's Meliora album, the recording process for every Ghost album started with Forge first recording demo versions of all the songs where he fleshed out all of the instrumental parts, including the drums, with only a few exceptions. Forge was solely responsible for assembling all of the instrumentation for the compositions, regardless of whether someone else actually recorded the final versions of the songs. Uh, Forge claims to have developed Ghost's image and stage show with a Pope-like character using the name Papa Emeritus in the lead role and the rest of the musicians known only as Nameless Ghouls wearing masks and flowing robes. By filing the lawsuit against him and revealing his identity to, uh, in the documents, Forge says that the musicians have now destroyed the mystery and surrounding uh, the, excuse me, they have now destroyed the mystery surrounding the rock band Ghost. Ford says that he was, uh, that he has always been very clear about the fact that Ghost is not a joint project, but rather an, an entity that he solely controls. All musicians formerly and presently engaged uh, by Ghost are considered musicians for hire and are uh, tasked to perform, execute, and execute the work Forge has created. As such, the musicians all have their own companies in which uh, they use to invoice Forge for the previously agreed upon fee salary. So, yeah, everyone else in this band, um, and that's why I uh, is a musician for hire. That's why I'm confused who has contributed what because there was a there was something in Wikipedia that mentioned in um, before uh, Infestesium, whatever the fuck it was called, before that album came out, one of the Nameless Ghouls had an idea about something and he told it to uh, Tobias, and Tobias like wrote something into the album. So I'm not sure, uh, like if these people really just picked up a guitar, played a show, put it down and walked away or, or what they did. Um, but Tobias makes it seem like they did nothing more than just pretty much. He told them do a, B and C they did it. They got paid and they went home. So I don't know. Um, it's weird to write music that way to where y you have a bunch of people musically in your life or whatever, but you do everything kind of on your own. Um, you know, the guy's done a good job, so you really can't hate on it. I, I would never personally want to play in a band that way. Um, but you know, the, the guys put out four albums that people, you know, they have sold quite a bit of copies. Um, this is either my third or fourth. Well, excuse me. Let's talk. Do we want to talk quickly about this? Does anyone have anything that they want to put in about the, the lawsuit? No. Uh, uh, no, we can just move on. Here's what I want to say about that. Um, humans are predatory, you know. Like uh, uh, we have, we have killer instinct. We have uh, all, all that still in us, and I think it's naive to think that uh, uh, that that you, that you will never be betrayed, and that's why um, uh, it's it's necessary to protect yourself and also to kind of assume that uh, your business partners. Um, might have a financial thing against you at some day uh, in life. And so um, so either in, in this story, either Tobias is a predator or his uh, bandmates, his four bandmates that suit him are predators. You know, it's it's either that um, uh, the singer is a, uh, a fucking control freak fuck who uh, steals credit, like, you know, um, 
and, uh, or the four musicians, uh, you know, see that there's money hanging around, want their share of it, and uh, are uh, sue his, the sue the leader to fucking take advantage. One of those things is going on. I'm um, hardwired to, to to assume that singers are as a as a as a breed are egotistical fucks and um, love to steal credit. So this this is this this controversy is is basically the reason this band went from my favorite band to this seems to be uh, an egotistical fuck uh, doing his whatever thing. Now, um, yeah, because. I used to watch. I haven't. I haven't watched any videos like this in a while. But I used to watch videos of of nameless ghouls and like, at the time it was. Uh, you, you'd you'd watch a video uh, and Tobias would do interviews and the nameless ghouls would do interviews. So like the, the nameless ghouls had insignia. So it's like, oh, uh, this dude uh, is the funniest one of the four. And um, yeah, it, they. So if they were all answering questions and doing interviews, to me that doesn't seem like they were just irreplaceable fucks. And I've seen uh, videos of Tobias uh, talking in between songs, like he was gonna go into Gigolo Hard Medito, and he did like a 20 minute joke full of innuendo. Meanwhile, the keyboardist is is uh, filling in space. Now this is, first of all, that's not a no novice move. It's also not a move of somebody who's too frightened to participate. That to me is a move by somebody who's confident enough to show some personality amongst his friends. So yeah, like uh, Tobias was able to go on a 20 minute long rant full of jokes because his keyboardist is backing him up to fill the, 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 the silence. And to me, it was a moment of like uh, mid-career professionals fucking shining. And now later comes this uh, um, uh, controversy of, oh, those guys are just hired fucks. Um, I paid him for one concert. He's nobody to me. Uh, to me, this fucking screams bullshit. I'm fucking rip shit about this. Some somebody's fucking lying. God fucking damn it. Uh, so yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, say, say again. So one, one of the big things that came out of here, and I'm surprised that these guys were able to keep anonymous for so long, especially in 2015, 2016, 2017, especially when winning a fucking Grammy, they still were anonymous. Uh, and so I, I, but the thing of it, I can't help but think that these guys, you're right, something is going on here. That's the thing. Someone's an asshole. It's either the four dudes or it's Tobias. Uh, there's no one else involved here. So it's either they're dicks or he's a dick. But I can assume at some point they probably said, yo, give us the fucking money or we're going to sue you. Uh, or that, that, that we want uh, and your name is going to end up in these documents and he probably said fuck off and so his name is in the documents I do agree that by doing this it, it has done irreparable harm to the mystery of that is ghost uh, but at the same point, I, I feel like it, this is like a, you know, when you sue somebody, it's because you've, you've normally tried to do other things, uh, to get it taken care of and it hasn't worked or they told you to fuck off or whatever, because when you go to court, um, you know, if, if you lose, you have to pay fees, you have to do all this shit. Plus it takes up time. It's all this kind of stuff. Money just pissed away. You got to pay for the lawyer, all this stuff. You got to get all these documents together and shit. So yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I get that he's like really pissed off about it, but I, 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 
this is another thing like whoever recorded on these albums you, you really need to talk to the, the one of these five people to and, and hope they're not liars I, I i wouldn't be the one talking to them i'm too gullible rob knows that jomo knows that see i can't sure. smell bullshit sure. a mile away yeah exactly i can't smell bullshit a mile away rob can right so but someone here is fucking is lying or someone is being a dick here so i don't know but i i am very very surprised that they were able to keep anonymous as long as they did uh personally i do not see people the way um you know as as replaceable uh fucks even if like rob was saying even if the guy is playing keyboard uh to keep you know to give you backing music to keep you know to keep it so it's not like stand-up comedy or something um that's something and if you put five different people there you'd have five different things being played at that point so um anything from distortion to how something is played to how you finger a chord whatever how you you've downstroke versus upstroke whatever every little thing because it's a person has um has a you know makes them different than a fucking computer or from another person so i i don't know it, it's it's a shame when things go south like this uh he has another full band who you know he's been playing with and at this point ghost is so big that anybody would just be like yeah fuck it i'll be a touring musician i don't give a shit uh, but again i don't know who wrote anything i don't know who has ever been in a studio the shit is there's really not much good detail on it so whatever um but yeah i mean they're definitely more than just a of a fucker who's who's played who's paid to to play a show yes anyway okay thoughts on this record um uh this is either my third or fourth favorite release it's either my last my least favorite or i like it more than their first album um i do love the intro on this uh ashes very haunting i love that his daughter is is singing the ring around the rosie song um it's, and it flows incredibly well into rats which is the first um Big song and the first big single from this album. Uh, opening riff of the song Faith. Awesome. Fucking awesome. A great chorus. Uh, I think that they nailed the singles from this record with Rats and Dance Macabre. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Uh, they're very poppy, very catchy songs. Uh, guitar solo in Rats is, is great. Uh, you know, as Rob says, pretty much not all notes are created equally. Just because you shred 50,000 notes in 12 seconds doesn't mean that the solo is good. Um, and uh, I feel like the one in Rats fits well. Oh, there's also an outro in Rats that is great. Uh, it might be my favorite part of the song. <clears throat> uh, See the Light is like this 80s power ballad. Um, I'm, I, I think the song's okay, but as far as the direction that that's going, that's kind of as far as I want to go in that direction personally. Um, my favorite song in this record might be Miasma. It's, there's two, uh, there are two instrumental songs on this album that are like five minutes long. And I don't quite understand if it's because he couldn't come up with with lyrics or melodies for them or if he just thought that they would be good five minute instrumental pieces uh, miasma is one of them it's probably my favorite song on the album um about halfway through it picks up and becomes this fucking awesome awesome song guitar solo is great and then at the end this saxophone comes out of nowhere and just kills it uh it's it's really really good uh there's a song on here that i can't stand pro memoria uh i talked to my buddy about so I, my buddy's a huge ghost fan he even has like he's such a big fan one of the guitars he plays is like the ghost custom design or whatever I asked him which his favorite album was. He said it was this one. And I said, yo, there's a song in here, Pro Memoria, that I fucking, I can't stand. I hate it. Uh, and my buddy was like, he's like, no, I love that song. It's so good. Anyway, I never want to hear it again. Chorus rubs me the wrong way. Song fucking sucks. 
uh but then this song uh directly after that which image one of the best songs on the album in my opinion great chorus i wish i could pronounce the next one however the second to last song on this album is pronounced it's an a it's a, an acoustic instrumental song beautiful uh really uh great song and then this song this album ends with life eternal which i think is a great catchy song and a nice way to end the album so um i don't know i i feel like there are things i like here and there's things i don't like here um when I played this stuff for Becca, Dance Macabre and Rats were two songs that stuck out to her. Like I said, they're they're poppy, they're very catchy things. They're the correct singles for this album. Uh, and, and there were songs that she liked. I'm still trying to decide if I think the whole I want to be with you in the moonlight is cheesy or not cheesy. I'm still leaning towards cheesy, but um, I don't know. Anyway, it's good. It's just I, I want that metal edge more than the pop edge. Uh, Rob, what do you think of this record? Um, yeah, Rats I really liked, and uh, there's a melody at the end of it that uh, was on Meliora. I think I think it's very uh, I think it's cool that they have like a like a motif that goes uh, beyond uh, one album. At least it's probably intentional, kind of like how they have stories of uh, their spiritual progression throughout the album. I, th I think it was intentional that they lifted that riff and. Um, Dance Macabre. Um, I remember telling you that that I that I love this song uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, you hated it at least at the time. Um, you know that uh, that line, "Dancing Under the Moonlight," uh, left out of you at the time. Also, I don't know where where I. So I I remember buying this album, and I remember being so obsessed with uh, that song. I drove from Boston to uh, my hometown and I just listened to that song on repeat. I listened to it for like an hour and a half or something. There's only a few times in my life that I was so obsessed with the song that I like uh, listened to it for an hour and a half straight. So, t so I have to say um, that's, you know, ghost is a band that's done that to me several times now with uh, square hammer, with dance macabre, with uh, so that's a reason that, that uh, I, I love ghost so much. I, I ended up uh, getting sick of the song and then um, I didn't listen to uh, it for a while and I put it back on uh, to, for this podcast and I remember both sensations. I remember how much I loved it and I also remember overplaying it until I was sick of it. So uh, I don't know. I, I got to give them props for making something that I loved enough to listen to that many times. Yeah, I, yeah. This this album has a certain like '80s popness to it. Um, yeah, this is my least favorite of the four. Uh, to be clear, to me, to me, uh, I I feel I put this on thinking Tobias is a genius, and um, uh, and then I I kind of like after a couple of listens, I'm like I don't think I like this record. I think that uh, he said that the faceless ghouls are garbage and then he made this without them and to me this is the weakest album of the four so to me this means that the the the, the nameless ghouls fucking um either contributed or said no to him or can you know i don't know uh to me this is the weakest of the four uh fuck i don't know and then i want to talk about one of the uh eps that comes after this uh yeah sure you can just uh, bring it up now. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, seven inches of satanic panic, um, Mary on a cross. I really love. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to say that. Uh, and that's all I want. Yeah. So that's a, so that's an EP from 2019. So I'm not totally done with them, but, uh, Hunter's moon, 2021, people are saying how good of a song it is to me. That song is a clusterfuck of, uh, no fucking themes. No, not catchy, not, um, 
to me that was a fucking gibberish song it was it was and there was there was like notes clashing and there was uh <laughs> i fucking hate hunter's moon fuck that song <laughs> Yeah, I I've, I've listened to it like 20 times, not because I, I can't get enough of it, but because I'm trying because when I read these comment sections on ghost songs, like, goddamn, the people are ravenous for for ghost music. And they're just like, oh, amazing. It doesn't help that the, the, the movie that that uh, song is paired with the new Halloween Kills movie is shit. But anyway, the song, I the big thing that we've talked about before, bass, 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 bass. I need bass. I have to have fucking bass. If you take a kick drum out of a, a song and the bass guitar, throw the whole fucking song out with it. Not even fucking ever show it to me. <clears throat> And I swear to God, I need to see I need to see the audio files. But I swear to God, there is no bass in Hunter's Moon. It's not there. There's no bass. They forgot to record it. They forgot to add it. It's not there. I can't find it. Uh, so, and that's one of the things that really, really pisses me off because at this point for the band, that that's that's inexcusable. Um, it, I can't even fucking hear it. So yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, it sounds like a cheap song to me. It's a, it's boring, but people in the comment section, you know, there's like 5,000 or whatever, 10,000 comments on that video. Everyone's like, Oh, amazing. I'm, I'm in love. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Uh, fair enough. Um, and I get that, you know, there's like I always say someone somewhere likes Chinese democracy. So that means that someone somewhere likes Hunter's Moon. It's only Fuck it's only fair. You. And I, I'm not comparing the two in any way. I'm not saying Hunter's Moon is Chinese democracy. I'm just saying in general, if someone likes Chinese democracy, that means someone likes everything. Um, but. Uh, let's read some YouTube comments on this album. Uh, first one, I've been listening to this now 30 plus times. It gets better and better every time. Masterpiece to my ears. Uh, next person, Dance Macabre still makes shivers run down my spine when I hear it. Absolute banger. Next person, the change from ashes to rats. That's the whole comment, and I agree. The fucking change is great. Uh, absolutely love this album. Play, God damn it! I can't, whatever the second acoustic song on this album is, play that at my funeral. The sax solo at the end of Miasma was so unexpected and so fucking epic. I love it. I forgot that it was even in there when I was listening to it this morning. I was like, oh yeah, it's it's great. Um, so yeah, it's I don't know. It's there's nothing like inherently fucking wrong about this album, uh, with the exception of Pro Memoria. I fucking hate that song. I legitimately hate that song. It like it, it gives me pain in my gut when I think about it. Uh, but it's I don't know. The other ones are just this would yeah. This is uh, either third or fourth for me. Uh, does anyone else want to say anything else about this record? No. Um, well, why don't you say anything in this entire podcast? So there was one time where I was wiping my ass and my God. finger broke paper. Ooh, yikes. And only once? This happens to me on a regular basis. <laughs> and I, I got shit under my nail. So oh God! I did my best to like, you know, take cuticle shit and like clean it out. But still, there was yeah. remnants of shit smell for weeks. <laughs> for it, weeks? For weeks, bro. I couldn't. Because when my shit touches something, it, it turns. It changes everything. It's like it's destructive. <laughs> I would not suggest going to the bathroom after i i go okay do you know something that's common at like old people's houses the nail brush no young people have those things my grandma has one you know like you put it like around your fingers and it, it looks like a toothbrush yes. and you scrub under your fingernails yeah. like you need to get one of those i think i should because i do work on cars and stuff often so yeah yeah i'll, I'll, oh, do, yeah, that. Yeah. I'll do that yeah. 
Or you can also just wear the rubber gloves when you work on cars. I, I do. I have a, a, some nitrile gloves in my garage, in my tool. Even, those, even though those gloves are so thin, they, I feel like they're, they're so thick. They, it's like the condom conundrum. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot there, but there's way too much. It feels like there's way too much there. I don't, I, I don't think we should even use condoms anymore, but whatever. Yeah. Against your religion. Yeah, it's against my, it's against my ethics. Well, we have a we have a palate cleanser coming up next week to get ghost out of your mouth. Which is which is what, Joma? Fucking Eminem, Slim Shady, oh, yeah. Marshall Mathers, whatever you want to call him. Looking forward to it, boys. Hell yeah! yeah um, if, if if I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but uh, if you you guys can watch Eight Mile, there's a song by Eminem that's on the Eight Mile soundtrack called "Lose Yourself," which I think is like the most motivating song of all fucking time. Nice. Uh, so yeah, the movie's good. Uh, if it's the, if it's streaming somewhere, check it out. Otherwise, there's four albums. We're listening to Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, uh, the Eminem Show, and the Marshall Mathers LP too. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.